You're waking up with Pat and Tom. New Country 105.1. Good news for you, Tom. The NFL playoffs start this weekend. Your Seattle Seahawks are in Dallas to take on the Cowboys. And I don't, I'd have to go back and check to see where your Eagles are, Cody. I know that they're they're playing on the road because they're a wild card. Uh, the Bears. The Bears. The Bears. Well, check this out. <laughs> Whenever you have a question, you go where? You go to Google or you go to Alexa. Alexa, who's going to win this year's Super Bowl? It's a little early to say, so I'm picking my hometown team. Go Seahawks. She sounds fired there up about go. it, too. Well, that's wow. about as fired up as, yeah. as Alexa gets. So there you go. She's picking the Seahawks. Fine. Yeah. Take it. Okay. Yes. And you don't have Alexa. What do you have? I have uh, I have Siri. I've got the uh, iPhone. So All right. Ask her. Siri, who will win the Super Bowl? You're going to have to figure this one out for yourself. Vicky, nobody's saying anything. I'm not Vicky. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like you two have a great relationship. Get that changed. Could you do this blindfold? And our money's on Cody to, to successfully do this. And the reason we're bringing it up is Netflix had to issue a warning to please not do the Bird Box challenge. <laughs> if you haven't seen the movie Bird Box, first of all, good for you. It wasn't that bad. It was awful. You for a to... streaming service free movie, no, it was agree okay. That it was awful, but you can't you can't overthink it. In fact, you pretty much can't think I agree. at all during it. And then it's mildly anyway, it doesn't matter. Right. This thing is one of the most watched cable movies in history. It premiered over the weekend. Over forty five million people downloaded this thing in from, seven days. In seven So which, it could be more now. And okay. that doesn't even count for people who watched it two to three times. So now we get to move over Tide Pod Challenge. Here comes the bird box challenge. People are trying to do things blindfolded. Because in the movie, you have to blindfold yourself so the entity, so you don't see the entities, which can cause you to do terrible things. Right, which is completely believable. Uh, nonetheless. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it's a movie. <laughs> so people are blindfolding themselves like two women blindfolded themselves and just traveled throughout their day. At one point, they fell downstairs. I mean, Netflix had to issue a, a warning saying, please don't do this. Yeah. Don't hurt yourself trying to do a, a video of the Bird Box Challenge. There's a guy that's got, he's got two kids, because in the movie she's got two kids. They're blindfolded. He tries running across the room, and the little toddler, who's like maybe two, smack dab full speed into a wall. Aww. No, don't do that. Just yeah. don't. Don't do that. So we came up with this. Well, could you text a message correctly without looking? Basically blindfold. This is our safer version of the Bird Box Challenge. And you, you blindfold or, or close your eyes, and you can have your keyboard up, and you can have your recipients all ready to go, and then you type in a message. And so we tried doing this off the air just a few minutes ago. And Tom, how'd you do? Uh, I actually, my first try, I did pretty well. I, did, I meant to type hello, you too. And I actually was able to type hello, you too. Pat, how do you, your, your first message was supposed to be what? King's win. And it came out capital J, little J, B, G, D, <laughs> D, J, zero, nine. So I think I nailed it. Yeah. You, you did get the second one. You wanted to type what's, what's up. up. And I did that. Yeah. And you got that. And, and it, Cody, you came really close because you even, you texted a picture. <laughs> I didn't mean to text a picture. That's what makes this even funnier. I was going to write, let's get this bread, you know, because we're at work. Let's get this bread. And I somehow gave you guys a picture of a Philly cheesesteak. And it says, let E-H the game high B. Yeah, that's what we <laughs> yeah, say. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> 
So maybe try this at work, or if you can, text us. Our number is 21051 without looking, and we'll see whether or not your message comes through or what it says. We'll put it on our Facebook page. You can try it there, too. Now, Pat and I, we've been together 26 years, and we have very much grown used to people getting us mixed up. It still happened. Cody still, I'm not sure, can tell us oh, apart. Oh, stop. Um, and, and occasionally we'll get salespeople who will call Pat Tom and me Pat, you know, and it's like you just kind of <laughs> roll with it. Well, one of the more bizarre examples of this happened when we got back from our Christmas vacation. We got home last week, and there's a bottle of wine on our doorstep and a Christmas card. So we open the card up, and it's from our neighbors who live behind us. We have two sets of neighbors who live behind us, and, and these folks moved in uh, just like a year or two ago, and they're on the, the left side. And uh, and the card says, and I'm paraphrasing, I'm going from memory, but basically it was Merry Christmas. Um, we're very sorry if our dogs bother you. They have some dogs, and they bark from time to time, but okay. honestly, they don't bother us. It, it, there's a difference between, like, a mean, ugly bark and, like, just a, hey, who's on the other side of that fence bark? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and so we hope you have a great 2019. We hope to officially meet you guys one day because we've never officially, you know, introduced ourselves to them or vice versa. Um, and then she puts this P.S. She goes, P.S., we don't own a drum set. And that was a part that kind of threw me a little bit because I was thinking, well, God, did we complain one day about the dogs like outside or something? I don't think so. And then when I saw the drum set, I was like, wait a minute. Didn't we a couple of months ago on this show, weren't we talking about a set of neighbors that you have, Pat? Directly behind us and to the left, <laughs> they've got a dog that barks. And it's okay if a dog barks. But not at 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, midnight, right? Mm -hmm. they, and yeah, they leave no. the thing out, and you can tell that Aww. they're not home or whatever. Right. And whoever lives there also got a drum set, and will play them at 9, 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> I remember <laughs> this. Right. <laughs> so they heard that, thought it was you. Complaining about them. <laughs> so I have one question. Yes. Where's my wine? <laughs> New Country 105.1. Pat and Tom's Hot Nashville Minute. If you didn't already know, Blake Shelton has a slot machine at Planet Hollywood in Las Vegas. And just the other day, he surprised a woman playing it. Gwen Stefani posted the video to Instagram of the woman gasping and then shooting up to shake his hand when she realized who was next to him. Why can't something like this happen to me? That's what I want to know. And as Tom pointed out, he's dressed like somebody who belongs in a casino. Just, I love that he's just dressed like Blake Shelton. Like you would yep. imagine he's got a Carhartt jacket on with the hood. And, and, he just right, kinda... and it's like oversized with boots on yeah. and um, like, it's, it's yeah. Totally cool. <laughs> What's the most anticipated country music tour of 2019? According to Entertainment Weekly, it's Carrie Underwood, who's going to be a Golden One Center in May. She's number two overall, just behind Ariana Grande. In fact, Carrie's tour is the only country tour in E.T.'s top ten, which also includes... Cher, John Mellencamp, Mariah Carey, The Rolling Stones, New Kids on the Block, and Queen with Adam Lambert. Carrie plays. So uh, Carrie's the only one from like this decade. And, and, and Ariana Grande. I know it's weird. It's uh, a weird list. Carrie, by the way, Golden One Center, Tuesday, May 14th. Uh, they have the top two streaming songs in country music, which never happens. They're up for a Grammy, and you may have seen them on the Dick Clark's Rock of New Year's Eve the other night. But Dan and Shay have never played The Tonight Show. That all changes next week when they show up to sing Speechless, and rumor has it that Jimmy Fallon will have them stick around and play a game of Sing It Like You Mean It. Nice. That'll happen Tuesday night. We've all had maybe one or two of those Uber or Lyft drivers that make you go, uh, yeah, not going to happen again. And then there's yours. Yeah, Vicky and I and my son Joe and his girlfriend Amanda, we went down to uh, Sacramento, oh, we went to watch the fireworks in old Sacramento on uh, Monday night, and we had... 
dinner in, in Midtown. We decided to leave the car there and catch a, a lift into uh, old Sacramento. And so the car pulls up, and this should have been our first warning sign. The car pulls up. I get in the front seat. Joe and Amanda get in the back seat. And while Vicky's still getting in the back seat, he starts to pull into traffic. Oh, no. And we're like, stop, stop, stop. Oh, yeah, that's frightening. You know, lucky Vic- Vicky didn't lose a leg. So she gets in, and we're heading down, I think, L Street, one of the streets heading towards old Sacramento. Yeah, the L. And, uh, and, and he's going about 40 miles an hour. And he's he's a very nice guy. Hard to understand. He just got here from Nepal. We got that much out of him. He was in the Nepal Army for like seven years. And he loves America. And he's telling us this stuff. And we realize he doesn't see the stop sign coming up at the next intersection. They, you know, and you know how it is down in Midtown sometimes. Those stop signs kind of jump out at you, oh, right? Oh, yeah. You got to be going 40 miles an hour. Yeah, but I'm sorry. Street is one way. It's not like you... I mean, it's not like traffic's coming the other way. But it's a cross street. And it is, yeah. And, and so, I mean, anything could happen, yeah. And so he's flying, and we were about 100 yards away, and all but four of us at the same time realized he doesn't see the stop signs. And so at the same time, we all blurt out, Stop sign! And he hits the brakes, <laughs> and he comes to a stop, thank God, a little bit out in the intersection, and there's like this stunned silence, and he goes, oh, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm still learning the streets here. And we're like, okay, well then, fine. You know, you could just we could get out up here and walk. It's not too far. And, and so, he, <laughs> did you tell him we're, we're your real customers? Try this on your practice customers. Oh my God! It's like, it, at the very least, you should know the, the the streets that you're driving. Well, you should know that there's a stop sign. I mean, at least pay attention and to again, the road. And again, I don't the guy because he's a very nice guy. But at the same time, it, 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 that was a big time adrenaline rush. Funny because on my way to a New Year's Eve party, my Uber driver almost killed us twice. But that was driving around the city of Philadelphia. And I just kind of chalked it up to city driving. So. Right. So we asked whether or not you had a driver like this. Most people have, including Sean, who says, I work at a bar. I had a guy grab a beer at our bar, finished it, and said, got a call for a pickup. Time to go. Look out front. Saw his lift light on as he pulled away. <laughs> Sandra had a bizarre one. She said she had a driver that she thinks was so high he couldn't sit still. And he kept taking his hands off the wheel as he was driving to put lotion on his arms and head. What? <laughs> it rubs the lotion on the skin. Oh, no, no. Where, where are you taking us? Now, the good stuff with Pat and Tom. Yeah, maybe don't get to know your food too well until it's time to eat it. Nick and Rachel Mauricio live outside of Omaha, Nebraska on a small farm with their two kids, Alex and Jennifer. And last year, they got a pig. They got a pig with the understanding that they would raise it and then have it for Christmas dinner. They named the pig Rosie. They fed it and they cared it for it, and Rosie grew to be pretty big. So two weeks before Christmas, when it was time for Rosie to go off and get um, prepared, uh-huh. the kids cried Aww. and they begged yeah. and they asked. And finally, Nick and Rachel gave in, and the family has now adopted Rosie. Oh, God. Rosie is now part of the family. She lives indoors. She eats with the family. She gets a daily bath. She sleeps in the kids' room, and she watches TV. Hey, this is a this is a full size. This is this a mini. Is, pig, no, right? this is a giant freaking pig. I mean, it's huge. Anybody who's ever gone through 4-H maybe has that separation egg. I mean, I don't know how you do it. You raise the animal, you get to know them, and then and then you send them off to. 
I, I know I was one of the like FFA kids. They, we've we've had them on the show. We we've had we've had uh, cows named after us and then slaughtered. <laughs> and, and, and I just wonder that's got to happen fairly often where you get attached to the, the to the creature. As a little kid, I would have. I don't know how they do it. I really don't. It's yeah. like teaching them to be sociopaths. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. They're all great well, kids. I'm to sure. finish, Alex, who's 11, says uh, Rosie does everything they do except she doesn't play Fortnite. That's what they had for Christmas dinner. They had grilled cheese and tomato sandwiches. And if anything is different besides a pig living in the house, Nick says, yeah, we no longer have bacon for breakfast. <laughs> New Country 105.1. Here's what's trending. The donut-loving cop cliche was reinforced recently by Kentucky police officers, and I love it. It happens after a Krispy Kreme truck caught fire in Lexington on New Year's Eve. No one was injured, thank God, but the fire unfortunately toasted the precious cargo to the point of not being edible. So Lexington police took to social media. They posted funny pictures of them mourning the loss of the donuts. And then Krispy Kreme got wind of it. So this morning, the company had 30 dozen donuts delivered to the station. And (laughs) judging by the pics that they now posted, they are pretty pumped about it. Awesome. Did you watch Masked Singer last night? Oh, I meant to. Quite a few did. The new and really different talent show attracted a strong audience for its season premiere, with its viewership actually growing as the episode went on. Which means it was generating talk on social media and pulling people in. It also doubled the ratings of the show before it. Gordon Ramsay's 24 Hours to Hell and Back, and it beat The Four, which is another singing reality show. The Masked Singer has two twists. The singers are all celebrities from some other field, and you don't know who they are because they're all wearing bizarre costumes. Each week, a different contestant is unmasked and voted off. Last night, spoiler alert, first castaway was controversial wide receiver Antonio Brown from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, they booted him? Who was dressed as a hippo. Or did they trade him? And should probably be with his team instead of in Hollywood anyway. (laughs) You're exactly right. Well, it turns out your New Year's resolution, whether you realize it or not, has an expiration date. Research from the firm Strava says the fateful date is January... The 12th. Oh, really? So two weeks. Less than two weeks? It's a week from Saturday. So sticking to your resolution, especially in the areas of diet and exercise, they say, are for most people very short-lived because self-motivation isn't strong and the support isn't there further. Only 8% of people who set goals for the year actually achieve them. If that sounds really low, number one, it is. Number two, don't let that be you. Number one reason most people fail, unrealistic expectations. Pat and Tom. New Country 105.1.